Shida, but this is her name, Mama. Catherine, hello, hello. Why you can read a podcast for you? Hi, this is Mystic River Reading with your hosts Catherine and Eli. Please enjoy the stories. Let's get started. This morning we're going to read Subway Story by Julia Sarcone Roach. When Jessie was born in St. Louis, Missouri, she weighed 75,122 pounds and was 51 and a half feet long. She had a loud horn, four big fans, four large windows, bright lights for seeing, sturdy seats for sitting, and a gleaming coat of paint. She was a beautiful, shiny new subway car. Jessie arrived at her new home in New York City and got to work right away. She was strong and fast. People relied on her to get to their jobs or to school or to see their family and friends. Jessie traveled all over the big, bustling city. When the World's Fair began, Jessie had the special job of carrying visitors to the fairgrounds. Look at all the people on the train. Have you taken a train before? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Jessie helped carry unusual things. What's that? Do you know what that is? A tree. A tree. Someone's bringing maybe a Christmas tree on the subway. She made sure to go slower around the curves so everyone and everything arrived safe. Sometimes musicians practiced on board. And Jessie was happy to provide some rumbles and clickety-clacks for their songs. Even the occasional pigeon came along for a ride. Two, three, four. No matter who or what was on board, Jessie's favorite part of her route 
was the curve of the track right before her tunnel ducked under the river. She would speed up for the curve and then zip down with a squeak of sparks shooting off her wheels. Yes. And even deep down under the river, Jessie could hear the echoing boom of the tugboats far up above That's her. That's squeaking as this boom. That's right. If she passed another train, she'd always give a friendly wink with a twinkle of her headlight. Over the years, Jessie saw the city change, and she had some changes of her own. Her parts got fixed when they broke down, and she even got to change the colors. But when Jessie got older, a new coat of paint couldn't hide the cracks in her seats and the scratches and scuffs on her windows and floors. Still, she kept working as best she could through springs and summers, falls and winters. What's happening in this picture? What do you think that is? Yes. Snow. Snow. And what about here? Rain. Rain. And what about there? Grass. Yes, springtime. And, 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 mama. Yes. You want to say something else about that page? What's that? What's that? What's on her there? Do you know? Ocean. Um, well, we talked about how this is the rain up here. It looks like she's been painted. Somebody uh, painted some paint uh, on her. It's the ocean. The ocean. Another spring came, and Jessie noticed more new shiny silver trains running on the tracks. By summer, Jessie's fans were just not strong enough to keep her passengers cool. So, newer air-conditioned trains took over her route during the summer months. Wow, look how crowded that subway car is. So many people. Jessie missed the people and the activity. She was always glad when fall came and she could go back to work. Then one year, the air turned frosty and the leaves changed color, but nobody came to put Jessie back on her route. She sat in a yard with the old, other older trains. She thought about the people she had carried. Did they notice that she was gone? No. No, they didn't notice? One day, workers came and moved Jessie inside. When they began removing her fans, Jessie was excited. Finally, I am getting fixed, she thought. As they pulled out her seats and windows, Jessie began to feel much lighter. But then she felt someone unbolting her doors. Wait, she thought, my doors aren't broken, I need them. Instead of fixing her, the people were taking Jessie apart. Off came her lights, her signs, her brakes, and her horn, too. And that's squeak. Does it say squeak? Squeak. Yeah. Was that what the brakes sound like when she stops? Yes. yes. Then they washed Jessie over and over again and left her with a group of other cleaned up subway cars. The cars were loaded onto a barge in the river, and a tugboat pulled the barge out of the city harbor. Where is that train? Where's the train? Huh? On this boat. Do you see that? Huh? Yeah. On a tugboat. 
They pulled the barge How out of the... about the train mission? Yeah, the train's on the boat. Pulled the barge out of the city harbor. Two trains on a boat. Two trains? Yeah. Lots of trains on the boat, yeah. The cars were loaded onto a barge in the river, and a tugboat pulled the barge out of the city harbor. As the waves got bigger, Jessie felt the breezes whistle through her empty windows. Curious fish peered up at them as the barge moved into the open ocean. Will I ever get to see my city again? Jessie nervously thought. After traveling for hours, the barge came to a stop. The subway cars could see nothing but water. Everything was quiet. Look, we can count how many trains. One, two, can you count with me? Three, Three four, five, five six, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, eleven. Eleven trains. And, and twelve. Right. Suddenly, the crane in the middle of the barge began to move. It shoved the car next to Jessie to the edge of the barge. Splash! The car went over and disappeared beneath the waves. Is that what will happen to me? Jessie wondered. And then she felt the crane beneath her, pushing her toward the edge. Then whoosh! Jessie plunged into the salty ocean. Water thundered into every part of Jessie, and it got darker and darker as she sank down, 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 until thump, she hit the ocean floor. A huge cloud of sand and silt churned up around her. And at first, Jessie couldn't see anything. Then out of the dimness came little silver fish. In and out of Jessie's windows and doors, he swam. Soon, there were more curious little fish swirling around her in the darkness. Jessie felt a little like she was back in the subway tunnel she knew so well. Over the next few days, more fish decided to move in and live with Jessie. In the following weeks, shellfish settled inside and plants began to grow all over her. Then bigger fish from the deeper parts of the ocean came to feed on the smaller fish. Sometimes a dolphin or turtle would stop by to visit. What's this here? Oh. What's that? A turtle. A turtle. What's that? That looks like an eel. What's that? What's that? A fish. A fish. What's that? A fish. What's a fish. Yeah, there's lots of them. What's that? A fish. What's that? A fish. So many. What's that? Oh, look, there's more. A fish. fish. Yes, it's lots and lots of fish. Now Jessie lives on the ocean floor. Tiny creatures called coral cling to the same poles that people held on to when Jessie lived and walked above ground. Hundreds of fish dart through the doors that people once used. Jessie was once an important part of the city where she lived. And now a whole city lives inside her. Thank you for listening.